So I'm not sure if anyone needs any advice on love and relationships these days, especially from a youngin like myself who recently took a, it recently is taking a break from both of those things. Okay, well, not both of those things, like the things together. But anyway, you know what I mean. But relationships have been on my mind a lot lately. So I thought I'd at least share my experience and kind of my afterthoughts on each of my experiences in romantic relationships and kind of like work out what I've learned and hopefully give you, I don't know, maybe some different ideas for yourself or maybe some different understanding for yourself and your own experiences. So that's what we're going to do today. I've gone back and forth about this in my head of how I wanted to share these experiences because I believe that some things are just meant to be yours, but I think that sharing is our biggest like superpower these days with technology because if you think about um previous generations and how formal things used to be and how private everything used to be there are a lot of things that we've learned from being able to share with each other i also think things can get exponentially better by sharing because then you're not just trying to figure it out yourself you you have this network of people who are all trying to figure out problems and some of them have figured out certain problems and then maybe you've figured out other problems and then when you share them all then you guys can all solve all of your problems rather than having to go through each one and solve them individually um so as far as finding love um or like the optimal relationship soulmate however you define it so i always had some kind of idea in my mind and and maybe it changed after each relationship but i always thought that i knew what each one would look like because we all develop different preferences after having different experiences and so anytime i thought that it would look a certain way that i thought that my person would look a certain way or be interested in a certain thing or that we would have a certain kind of connection i tended to be proved wrong and i even felt like i kind of got proved wrong in the things that i thought that i wanted from someone or the love language that i thought i wanted from someone so for most of my life i thought the conversation was the most important thing for me and conversation is very important to me um not even just in romantic relationships but i thought that that it, having a great connection with someone verbally was what would indicate who would be the best partner for me and that actually showed not to be the case. Um, I also never really considered myself um, a physical kind of person. Like, I, I never would have identified myself previously as um, 
what what do you call that love language physical touch duh of course I never would have identified myself as someone whose love language was physical touch um quality time was always at the top of mine so that's stayed true um and then words of affirmation is not the same to me as conversation but what okay so the reason of course that I thought conversation was the most important thing is because I've always been someone who wanted to be understood but until I met certain people I didn't realize that you can be understood without having so much conversation and I know that sounds kind of weird but um body language is what 70% of human communication or maybe not even just human communication um I've over time learned how important body language and just kind of connection like I, I don't even know how to explain connection besides using that word because it is something that it's like love it's something that is personal to you or that you can't really show someone it's just something that you feel um but I think a lot can be read through your connection with someone I I really hope that somebody else understands that but I'm going to try and explain it the best that I can I think we all understand um the meaning of connection when I say it here but I'm going to give an example just to clarify in case in case you don't know what I mean so if you've ever met someone um And just like on your first impression or your first experience with this person, you found an easy bond with them. And you felt like anything that you guys told each other, you immediately understood. Or even if you didn't really talk, there was just kind of an understanding that you guys were friends or whatever, you know, whatever the relationship was that became or did not become of that experience because this is this the same can be said for even just like a one-time experience with a person um sometimes there's this instant recognition of a person um whether or not that's going to be like a lasting thing with them because i've also i've had that experience with um strangers as well strangers who i never found who i never even got their name So this is something that I call soul ties, or at least this is how I define my own, um, or how I make my own definition of soul ties, is someone that just off of first meeting them, you instantly are comfortable with them, regardless of if you have conversation or not. It's just someone that you... I don't, it's, it's like you're at peace with this person without having any kind of contingencies. So I've had two serious loves in my life um, as far as I define them. I've, I've had love for every person that um, I've dated, of course, and gotten to know each of them pretty deeply. But as far as being in love with someone in the way that I feel I define it, 
I've had two people that I've been in love with, I guess. So, okay, so the first person, um, and, okay, so in telling you these, these experiences, I want to highlight that these were just things that were unexpected. So, both of the people who I consider myself falling in love with, um, the way in which I did so was unexpected to me and, and the reasons for me were unexpected. So, the first person, um, I feel so weird to speak about this. I feel so weird. Every single time I start talking about something super personal, I get like super awkward, but I'm going to share what I feel like sharing and then not share what I don't feel like sharing, of course. So where to start with the first person? So this person, um, just starting out when we first met, this person made me laugh a lot. And that was pretty much the introduction to what our relationship would be. I've never laughed so much with someone. So, okay, so this person and I, we actually, we did not necessarily have a whole lot of interests in common. We just had an easiness with being together. I almost feel like it's harder to explain to other people um, why you're with someone that you love, like that you're truly in love with, but it's easier to explain it to the person. And then for someone who you're dating for kind of like obvious reasons, like you have a lot in common or, you know, like something that people would be like, oh, you guys are very similar and so it makes sense that you guys are dating. Those tend to be the people for me that I have a hard time telling my feelings to. So, okay, I feel like I'm going so back and forth right now. Okay, we're staying, we're sticking to this first person, okay? So, it, it really is so hard to explain this because okay well here's okay here here it is i finally have thought it out so this was the first person i felt like i liked and was interested in um who was also very interested in me but who was just as um sweet and nice and um what would you call that someone who treated me as well as I treated them so when we first met so this wasn't necessarily a love at first sight kind of thing but when we first met I was definitely like okay I'm very very interested in this person and 
from from start to finish, he was a very, very good guy to me. I never had anything to complain about as far as how he treated me. And it's not, that's not necessarily the reason that I loved him so much because I've definitely had other people who've treated me really well who I still wasn't interested in the same. So, this is so crazy. I I don't even, it's like I know how, I, I know how the relationship went in my head and I know how I felt in my head, but it seems kind of difficult to get it out. I wonder if that's like the same. I could tell you anything about any of the people who I dated who I wasn't so far in love with. But when it comes to someone that you felt seriously deep feelings for, it is hard to explain it to other people. Like, I've been in relationships with people who made maybe a lot of sense from, like, from the perspective of other people watching us. And I had, I struggled so much with telling those kind, those people how I felt about them versus some people you just, there's just an easiness in your head and you're like, no, I could explain everything to you. I could tell you a million reasons why I'm with you, why I love you. But then telling it to someone else, you'd be like, I don't know. I just, I just love him, you know? So I don't know why that is. Maybe we'll figure that out in this podcast, but maybe we won't. So this is so, how am I going to explain this? Okay, let's let's pivot a little bit, okay? Let's talk about other relationships um, that didn't go the best. So, I've actually met um, a few or dated a few people who I had amazing conversations with, would just, like, stay up um, and have endless conversations with. And then I've also had people who we shared really, like, we shared, like, every interest. We loved working out. We loved adventuring. We loved cooking. We loved like health and fitness, just all of it. And with each of those people, the relationship was just kind of terrible. Not that they were all terrible to me, but that it it was just sometimes you just know when something is is not for you. And I think that a lot of either literature or film or just word of mouth, people tell you that that you're supposed to stick things out in relationships, like that relationships are supposed to be somewhat hard. And so I think that for the relationships that I'm talking about that did not, that, that just were not for me, I stuck them out because it looked, you know, on paper or from someone else's perspective 
that it should have worked out. It was like, well, we have all like, a, we, we have completely similar interests or we can have the best conversations and we seem to, you know, agree on all of these different things. And so I stuck them out thinking like, no, this is supposed to be my person. Like, you know, I, I can stay up for hours on end talking to this person. How would it not, how, how, why wouldn't this be the right relationship, right? But those were the worst ones. I, like, they're okay. So one relationship, and this was a more recent relationship, which I would consider my worst relationship. Um, kind of no offense to the person, but also kind of offense to the person, okay? I've dated some really good guys, okay? The people that I've dated, I, I have high standards and most of the people that I've dated have seriously met those standards, whether or not we worked out in the best way or that I was in love with them. I've, I've dated people who were just really good people. But this one person, um, so this person, I don't know if this person, like, love-bombed me or if I was just confused. I, have you ever had someone teach you something, like, teach you that something is bad, pretty much? And they teach you this thing and you realize that the thing that they're teaching you is what they, in fact, are doing. That is what happened to me in this relationship. Um, I don't know if this is who the person truly is or if I just brought this out of this person because I do feel like in relationships... Um, I feel like people are different in each relationship or at least, I don't know, maybe I'm just projecting my own, um, because I'm different in every relationship. In every relationship, someone gets a completely different person. I don't, maybe not completely, but I would argue that each person I've dated has dated pretty much a different person. I do not go for similar people or even similar situations when it comes to relationships. Each person that I date has different interests, different looks, um, different family background. I, I, and the relationship doesn't end the same way. So, I don't, I don't tend to learn the same lessons in each relationship. I tend to learn new ones because once I've learned something about a relationship, I immediately will discard that as a red flag when it comes to a new person. I'll say, oh yeah, I've seen that before. I've dealt with that before. I'm not going to deal with it again. But, and you would think after all of the relationships that I would not have stayed in this one, but so going back to this bad relationship, I, we had really great conversations and this person seemed to care for me a lot and not only seemed like 
sometimes you just know whether or not someone actually does care about you and whether they're telling the truth about how they feel about you and whether their tears for you are real. And I did feel like that. So I also feel like someone can care about you or love you or whatever and still treat you badly. But even in saying that, just because you you know or think that someone does love you or care about you does not mean that you need to stay in that relationship. If someone loves you or cares about you and they're treating you badly, it probably just means that they need to take time for themselves and work on themselves. Maybe they can come around and be better for you, but you should not wait for that. If someone is not treating you well, it doesn't matter like it, it doesn't matter how how much you think they love you or how much you know they love you. There is never an excuse for that. But that being said, I don't discard this person's feelings for me because I do think that there were feelings, but I, and I have no idea why I, I'm, okay, so I'm also the type of person who, if a relationship is not working for me, I am leaving. (laughs) I do not stick around and like wait for things to get better. I'm usually not the person who is like going to to wait for the person to be the original person that they were when we started or to change, you know, things like that. But for whatever reason, this relationship, I did that. I don't, I really don't know why. I was honestly out of my mind. Um... I know I'm jumping all over the place, but we're used to that by now. Also, you have to remember that in... Okay, so whatever you experience in a relationship, if you're in a relationship and you experience a lot of bad in this relationship or a lot of things that you shouldn't be tolerating or experiencing, whatever... However much of that you receive and however long you are in that, just remember that for you to get your mind space out of that is also going to take you a long time because the relationship, the bad relationship that I am talking about, I dated that person for... I think a year and a half was it a year and a half or was it two years who knows honestly I try to forget about the relationship but anyway whether it was a year and a half or two years it kind of took me about a year to almost completely recover from the relationship and the emotional damage that it did to me I kind of felt like I had PTSD for a while like I had to think about um so anytime this person made me feel bad um so when I was out of the relationship I would think about the way that I felt when I was in this relationship and I'd have to remind myself you're not in that relationship anymore you don't have someone that's looking at you that way you don't have someone that's expecting you to be this person that you don't want to be you don't have someone that's 
saying all of these negative things about the way that you look so you don't have to think about that and and you're not in any relationship you don't have to think about anyone thinking anything about you it doesn't matter you don't have to conform to the way that someone wants you to be i had to work through that oh my for a year also not to mention i felt my ugliest physically when i was with this person never had i ever been in a relationship where i gained insecurities and felt uglier usually when i was in a relationship i kind of felt my best or looked my best in my opinion no not not that i looked better in a relationship than out of a relationship okay it was just that when I was in a relationship, I usually felt good. Yes, there were maybe arguments at times or something like that where I wasn't feeling good, but usually in a relationship, I felt good. Otherwise, why would you be in the relationship, you know? If you're not going to feel good in a relationship, then you might as well just be single. But anyway, in this relationship, I did not feel good. This person did not make me feel good about myself in any way. But... I felt like I brought this person up. I felt like, so in a relationship um, or before I'm getting in a relationship, the only reason that I'm getting in a relationship, not the only reason, whatever, a reason that I get into a relationship is to obviously like be happy together and share experiences and knowledge and stuff. But I, I really really enjoy building someone up so I get into a relationship and like my first plan of action is to make this person feel as confident as I possibly can and not doing that just based on me I I don't make someone feel confident and say hey I'm the only person who can make you feel confident I make someone feel confident and I'm like hey you will have this regardless of whether or not I'm around, regardless of whether or not me and you are good. This is for you to have and keep forever. I love to build someone up. That's my favorite thing in a relationship. So if I get in a relationship with someone and they're not super confident, I am looking for every way to make them more confident in themselves. Whether that's with looks or intelligence, I am like pushing that person to be the best person possible. But I am not saying that I am perfect because I am absolutely certain that sometimes I have pushed someone in a way that they maybe didn't like because I can be pretty critical also on someone when I'm dating them. So, if I feel like they should be a certain type of boyfriend or whatever, I'll, like, try and, like, guide them in that, and then I'll be upset with them if they aren't. So, I'm not perfect when it comes to relationships, okay? All right, back to the first person um, that I loved very deeply. So, a way to describe how I felt about him was, okay, so... A few months into us dating, I 
really realized my deeper feelings for him because we'd been away from each other because we were living in different cities for a few months and I got to go see him and my feelings just grew really, really strong. I felt super um, open and connected and it was, it was without words. It was almost at that time um, because it was just like a short time of being able to visit him I like barely had words to say. I all I had were just like feelings to feel. And it seemed to me that he felt the same way at that time, just like a lot of joy and being able to see each other. And um so yeah, that's that was pretty much the point. I know that that's not really a good explanation of saying how I fell in love with someone, but I do, I really don't know how to explain that one better. So pretty much after that, um, once we were living in the same town again and able to spend a lot more time with each other, we were both really, really um, anxious, but like in a good way to see each other again. Like we both had really, really strong desire to see each other again. And right before that, we had pretty much just had a fight and like we were maybe even about to break up but then as soon as we were both back in the same town we were like no I want to see you um but how I felt about him was just um I I just viewed him in a way that he he was just so innocent to me I just I thought I loved everything about him I loved his laugh his smile Um, I, how do you explain this? It's, I swear that before I get on the microphone, I literally have things to say. And then as soon as I'm trying to say this, um, where there's going to be an audience, it's a little bit harder to put into words, but I just grew very attached to him. And there was just nothing that, there was nothing that could make me cringe. There was nothing... I, I would forgive him for anything. I, I just felt, um, the best way to describe that is just an openness. It just felt like, like my love for him was endless or um, unconditional as it's been put, but seriously, not just, I just, sometimes I feel like um, there are certain words that we either hear too often or that are maybe thrown around so they maybe lose their meaning and I feel like everyone has their own meaning to words anyway because I feel like everyone has a certain preference for whatever words but when I say unconditionally I mean that seriously like there was just like such an openness that was just like I love this person with all my heart and I felt very, very attached to him. I just wanted to be around him like 24-7 and I mean that so seriously. I probably got way too clingy and that's probably honestly (laughs) why we ended up breaking up. But, um, like, I was so clingy that, um, like, if I didn't have homework and he had homework to do and I wanted to hang out, 
I'd be like, hey, I will just sit here and you can sit on my lap and do your homework and I won't say anything. I just want to like sit here and cuddle you. So that is the point that I got to. I was very, very attached to this person. He was so sweet to me. I, that's, that's the best way to describe this relationship was that I felt so much love from him that it just made me really open. And this was the first person that I felt, um, easily able to be physical with because before this person um I didn't really get into like physical affection very easily with people and I've also noticed um that that's a common thing with me is if I feel like I have um like tension with someone I'm a lot less likely to be physically affectionate with them but I've learned that um physical affection or physical touch, whatever, is probably my strongest love language or maybe my favorite. And that's right now because I do feel like love language changes um, probably based on your experiences in life. And I do feel like they are different for different people. Also probably based on whatever your experiences were before or with that person. But um at that time, that was the most, like, safe and open I ever felt with a person and about physical touch, pretty much. So, when we broke up, and and he did break up with me, I don't hate him for it, so whatever, you know, I felt like I hated him at the time for it, but I went into a serious down spiral from this. So, I'm, I'm gonna share some kind of deeper things, okay? I, hmm, how do I say this lightly? Um, I, at that point, kind of, like, lost a lot of, like, my joy for life, and I stopped speaking to pretty much everyone in my life. I stopped speaking to my friends, kind of, and, um, I stopped speaking to my family. My mom, like, came, she drove an hour just for me to open my door so she could pretty much see that I was alive, and then left, because I did not invite her in. I, I stopped speaking to everyone. I cried for months. Um, so, I, I had, like, dark circles and, like, bags under my eyes, and I wore a hat and sunglasses to class if I went to class. Look, I was skipping class at this point, and I'm, that's not me. I do not skip classes. I had professors that were worried about me. So, pretty much, yes, like, this was a really, really, really dark point in my life. Um, and, and this was, like, not that it's my fault, but it, this is just, like, a natural thing, you know? I mean, maybe, like, our breakup could have been a little lighter, but it just really, really took a toll on me because at the time, I just felt like that was the only person who truly saw me and loved me, so I just kind of was feeling unlovable and... I just didn't want to speak to anyone. I'm not, I'm not really sure, um, how, how much more to say on that one. But 
being at that really, really low point, I do feel like, um, I feel like I gained a lot of strength from that. And I don't really know how to describe, how to describe, like, how I felt strength from that. Because it's not that I necessarily, like, maybe I built a wall at the time, but at this present moment, I don't feel like, um, I have a wall up. I, I felt like, okay, that was, you know, really deep, really low. And moving forward, I, I don't know, ooh, I don't want to say that, I was gonna say, okay, well, I'll, I'll say it to say what I was gonna say. I don't know if I, like, if this is what I think, but I felt like that was the lowest that I could be as far as, um, like, relationships and heartbreak goes, so I felt like I'd felt the worst of it, you know? I was really young and naive, um, and from that, it kind of felt like, okay, well, now that, so after I got through that time, I felt a lot stronger because I was like, okay, I know what that feels like. And so now I'm ready to, you know, find love again or for love to find me, whatever. If that makes any sense, I might have to describe that later. But anyway, um, Okay, I guess, so we can move on to, um, the second person, which there was one relationship between the first person and the second person, and that relationship was, um, it didn't have a lot of, um, passion, I guess. Uh, this was, that, that relationship between the two was kind of easy, but I, I think that we didn't like each other. How do you describe that? This was, this was an odd relationship. This relationship lasted, um, a a year. See, I never know how long relationships last. I literally have to, like, look them up. But I had a lot of similarities with this person, and, um, I wanted the best for this person, but I just didn't have the same love for this person, and coming from my first love, it just felt like that it wasn't right. And that's nothing against the person at all. He was a really great person and especially um, a great person to even be after such a heartbreak. I felt like he was really gentle and, um, what do you call it, uh, and patient with me and stuck through me through um, not the best side of me. So, I, I don't have anything bad to say about that relationship, actually. I ended that relationship and probably not really in the best way. So, yeah, I, I have nothing negative to say about that person because I feel like, um, he helped me through a down time. We had a lot of fun. He took me to work with him yeah, we, we just had a lot of fun, and we learned a lot of things, I feel like, and even though I wasn't in my best place, I tried my best to show him what a girlfriend should be, um, because this person had never dated anyone before, so mm, that kind of sucks, like, dating me after that, but anyway, I, I hope that he is well now, but I still try to show him what a girlfriend should be 
to him and um I don't know I tried to build his confidence and um you know like reassure him of his personality and that you know he's valuable and whatnot I hope I did so but like I said I was not the best person at this time and it wasn't because of him at all so anyway moving on I I had a really I had a pretty decent break um from that person to the second person that I loved fell in love with I say that like in such a weird way because it feels weird to speak with emotion about something that deep and I am like an odd person like that for so if I I have to feel like a certain way about someone to be able to share um like really really deep personal experiences and share them with a lot of emotion I tend to like take emotion out of things when I'm telling it to someone because otherwise I'll cry because I cry about like a lot of things so there's a good fact about me is that I just like cry about things so I have to if I speak to you about something that seems like it should be emotional and it doesn't sound like I have a lot of emotion behind it it's because I'm trying to take the emotion out of it and just speak facts because otherwise I will cry and then that sucks and then I can't talk and and then it just like ruins the whole thing and then you're probably going to be uncomfortable okay so I try not to cry all right so my second love was very different okay I don't know if it's in a good way or a bad way so I'll let you be the judge of that but so this one um okay so here was my frame of mind I had been single for uh, had it been like a year at that point who knows apparently I'm bad with time but I'd been single for a while and I was really content with being single I was like okay yeah this is nice um I was just really focused on myself and I was really feeling good about myself so then okay technically I officially met this person um like kind of twice like I first met this person and we didn't introduce ourselves um and I was like kind of taken aback by when I went like the actual first time because I was like I don't know who this person is um he's like talking to me and like sharing things with me it was a really it was a brief interaction okay but there was something there I didn't really know what it was um and then after that I it's so funny because I used to just I used to tell my mom about this guy it was like I would just see him from a distance and I would be like oh mom like cute boy whatever okay so fast forward to us actually meeting you know like face to face like you know saying oh hi my name is whatever I don't even know why that happened oh okay never mind he actually came up to me so we officially met and as soon as he started talking to me 
um, because it was there was intent behind this one because I think that he came up to me and was just like, hey, I see you around and it seems like there's, you know, some chemistry here. And when I tell you, I have never been so nervous. I'm not a nervous person when it comes to like crushes, I guess. And I was so nervous. And I was like kind of shaking a little bit. I was kind of sweating. This is unlikely for me. Um, and I just did not really have a lot of words. But pretty much at that moment, I was like, oh shit, I actually like this person. I have a lot of feelings for this person. And I didn't even know who he was, okay? <sighs> so... And then over, like, the next few days, pretty much, um, we continue to run into each other. And, ooh, I'm, I'm debating if I'm going to, um, say this, like, very important piece of information that would really give this person away. I don't know if I want to do that. Okay, so this person had, um... Okay, we'll call it, like, a somewhat, like, dangerous lifestyle, okay? It's not anything bad. But anyway, he offered to share that with me. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm being so cryptic, okay? This is just how I feel I want to share it, because I, I, I don't feel like being super upfront about this right at this moment. Maybe I will tell this story in full later. Um... But the time that he offered it to me, I, it was, he read my mind. It was like, oh, like, how did, how did he know that that was what I was thinking? But anyway, so we shared that. It was um, pretty, I don't even know how to describe that. Anyway, so we kind of just, like, spent some random, like, moments together and I was nervous in every single one of them. I am a talker, okay? Anyone that I'm around, I can come up with endless conversation. I'm so serious. I mean, look, I'm on this podcast and we're 46 minutes in and I still have a lot of things left to say. I, like, almost always have something to say to someone unless this, unless someone has just, like, offended me or I just have nothing in common with someone or, like, they, they don't, you know, continue with my conversation. Like, I have so much to say. And I just could not, I could not start conversation. I just, I don't even know how to explain, like, why that was. It wasn't in a bad way. I think maybe I was just too nervous. But, um, it seemed like, like, we definitely had some conversation but not super deep conversation but it just seemed like we got to know each other like without having caught does that even make any sense who knows if that even makes sense but I just remember um a point where it felt like I knew him and we didn't even like we hadn't even had conversations that were deep enough to know each other it just was like this feels like a very familiar person I felt like I've known this person for a really long time and this was like within a few days um 
Okay, should I share this next one or not? Uh, okay, so. We... Okay, the first time that we kissed, yes, whatever. Gush, gush. Okay, the first time that we kissed, I was actually really surprised um, because I did not expect that that was going to happen. And it, it felt... Ugh, I don't want to be all, like, mushy like a girl. Ugh. Okay. Not that girls are bad. I love girls. Um... I'm just, like, so masculine when it comes to, like, talking about my feelings. But it was... Okay, you know when they say, like, fireworks and, like, all of that, whatever. That was, like, a real feeling. I was like, oh, shit. I've never, ever, ever had this feeling before. Especially not with, like, a first kiss. Okay? And, like, the feeling as soon as, like, we kissed, like, this, like, first time was just, like, so familiar. J look, I'm telling you, I did not know this person before this time. Like, we'd seen each other in passing, like, right before, like, you know, like, maybe weeks, like, before we met. But I did not know this person. I, I did not know this person before this. And for whatever reason, when we kissed, there was just a super, super, it just, it kind of felt like home, okay? I hate being this emotional. Anyway, we're gonna keep going with this. So, that was the beginning of a lot for me, okay? So, this was, like, kind of, like, the scariest thing to me because it was, like, there, here's this person that I don't know, that I don't know how to talk to, and I already feel extremely deep feelings for this person. Um, he continued to just read my mind in, like, the weirdest ways. Like, one time he was dropping me off, and um, so we were just, like, standing outside talking, and so it was dark out but there was um there was like a street light so i could see him you know pretty clearly in the street light and he could probably see me because it was like facing me or whatever and he said to me and i am not making this up i i promise you i do not like to like super indulge in like um like making like fibs or whatever for stories like unless I'm specifically trying to like make up a story I do not make things up like if I don't remember something clearly I will tell you that I don't remember it clearly he said a line to me from one of my favorite book series and it was the craziest thing like I just had to like take a step back I was so confused because it was a book um, that I'd read and I was like, oh, like, this kind of guy would be so cool. And, um, the, the line that the guy said to the girl in the book, I was like, oh, no one's ever said anything like that to me. Like, that would be really cool. And he said the exact line. I won't say it because that's something that I want to keep. Like, it's, it's mine. And so, I don't know. Like, when you tell stories to people, like, like, decide what things you want to keep just for you and that person and then what things you feel more comfortable sharing you know 
so there are certain like personal personal moments that I'm okay sharing like the first kiss and stuff like that but this this line was something that is just mine so I just want to keep it but when I tell you it was like the craziest thing and then in that same moment um I don't really know what we were talking about but I I watched his eyes like dilate in front of me because I know they talk about that like in books or like in movies or whatever and I'd never seen it happen but I saw it happen I was just like what the heck is even going on okay so those are just like a few moments of like our first meeting okay like our, our first our first impressions I guess of each other so anyway, you already know where this is going. So this one was a different one than the first one. And it was from someone that I didn't really um, expect. But I guess that's kind of, that's just like always how it is for me. Anyway. Um, so this person and I have not had like a serious relationship, which is what makes this even weirder to me but we've had a lot of just random times like together we're very like back we've been very back and forth and sorry I'm trying to like figure out what I'm trying to say next um so okay back to knowing each other really well so there was a moment um this was after we'd kind of known each other for a while. Well, we've... That's so hard to explain. Anyway, I'm not going to explain that. Um, there was a time where he explained a lot about his life to me. Um, I think he was upset about something. And so he was just kind of like, just like blurting like a lot about his life. And what was really weird about it was I'd already known those things. Like, I'd already guessed those things. I don't know where I was going with that, but I had just thought that I'd add that in there. I, I don't know. I don't think there's any specific answer to, like, what love is or what falling in love is or what, like, your soulmate is supposed to be. So, I'm just sharing these experiences, like, from what I remember or what I feel like is something that stood out to me because I don't know I like I would have loved to have heard stories from someone else who had like a serious experience to know like like maybe what to expect or to see if you had any kind of similarities of like, oh, okay, like something similar to that happened to me or whatever. But just to like keep your mind open on things. Um, and with this person, the second person, I, I felt... So this... Like I said, this was not a full relationship. So that's why this one's like a little harder to explain. But I felt very forgiving with this person. And... Um, I kind of felt like he opened up a new level of maturity for me in relationships because um, just for whatever reason, with this person, I just all of a sudden understood um, like not wanting to 
um, like, engage in, like, any kind of, like, heated conversation or saying things that you don't mean or, um, you know, like, getting back at someone. I just felt, hmm, I don't know. It's, there, there was just, like, a maturity that I gained and not necessarily that this person even taught me. It's just, like, it just came naturally. Um, and so something I would say about the people that you feel the deepest for is that wherever they are in life, you are very easily able to forgive them for, like, I guess anything, but I don't know. I feel like anything is not a really good way to say it. And you have you you just have this like understanding of who they are like whether they've told you or not and even when you tell them things they understand it really easily like so sometimes when i explain things to people especially when i explain things about myself i'm worried that it's not making sense and that they aren't understanding um like like that they're not really grasping my meaning behind things because like I said I feel like everyone has their own meaning behind things so you kind of you either have to know the person or you have to really pay attention and I felt like he really paid attention to me and just understood like I could tell him even a simple thing about myself and he could read way beyond it um, and, okay, so I'm always someone who's been or felt like I was misunderstood or not cared enough about that someone wants to get to know me. So, when I found someone, why did my F sound like that? So, he pretty, I don't know, he just made me feel understood in a way that I felt like I'd been missing my whole life. That sounds really serious. Okay, moving on from that. I'm not going to go super deep into that, whatever. Um, also, you, you're really, really observant with someone that you feel super deep feelings for. Number one, you don't second guess your feelings. I've come to the understanding and this is just for myself this does not have to be for you if you don't want it to be or you can take or leave whatever part of it you want but in my opinion um if you if you have to question whether or not you're in love with someone you're probably not but if you are gonna if you want to try and like convince yourself that you aren't in love with someone you probably are um and like like they can just look different because i i do really consider these two people um like serious loves and like the love itself looked completely different for both of these people it happened differently it felt different i don't know it just I guess it's, it is pretty hard to, 
put those kind of things in in words and maybe that's why it's not really discussed a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's not that hard. It's just like when you find someone that just like like doesn't like annoy you and who and doesn't it's just you want to be with this person all the time. Like you don't really get tired of them. They don't annoy you. So I feel like a lot of us have pet peeves with like certain people or just like standards that were like if this if a person like does this like it's ick to me or whatever. And I feel like when you find someone that you have very deep feelings with, they could do one of those things and it doesn't bother you because that's how I felt for both of these people is that even the things that I would maybe cringe at if someone else like did or said, I I wouldn't feel that way with them. I just felt very, I felt very protective of them, um, like physically, emotionally, um, not jealous. That is the one thing. If jealous, only in a light way, like not jealous in the way that's like, oh, I really want to get revenge. It's, it's jealous in the way that's like, oh, um, there are just some people who like you kind of just can't really trust them or that like, I don't know, that, they, that for whatever reason they just give you like a feeling of insecurity. And I just, I never felt that with these two people. Like, if anything, I'd maybe feel a little jealous of someone who was maybe getting their attention in any way because, like, we know that, like, even if you're dating someone, they're still gonna have, like, communication with the opposite sex. Like, that's just something that everyone needs to come to terms with. You're not gonna date someone and then they're never gonna talk to any guys or they're never gonna talk to any girls, okay? Like, people are gonna have conversations and stuff. Um, and yes, sometimes we may be jealous, but if you feel kind of like a rageful jealousy, then I don't know. Well, I'll just say on the opposite side. So if you get jealous, but it's kind of like a gentle jealous, maybe it's just because you just feel right with this person. Continuing with um, this second person, so something else that I noticed, um, which I briefly mentioned earlier with him kind of reading my mind with certain things, um, that happened a lot because this was kind of like a scary feeling for me. So whenever I feel like something is like a little too strong of a feeling and it doesn't seem, um, like I guess maybe logical or like emotionally safe, I try to find ways to write it off. I try to find ways to be like, no, I don't really like that person that much, okay? This is what I try to do. I know it's probably a toxic trait, but this is what I try to do. And anytime there was something that popped up that I wanted to use as my reason not to like him anymore... I would be thinking about whatever that thing was and then when we would hang out it was like he magically fixed this thing and I know that that sounds like kind of crazy I guess or magical whatever I don't know 
but I, that, it's, it happened multiple times, like, I don't exactly remember what things they were, but they were kind of different, like, levels of things, they weren't all, like, the same thing, but it was just, like, he read my mind in those ways, and then another thing that's kind of similar to, like, the telepathy is sometimes, okay, I don't want to make this, like, present, moment okay whatever so we're gonna say like in past but there would be times where um like we weren't really communicating I don't like where you know you like fall off with someone or or you just kind of like go your separate ways for a while and if I thought of him hard enough he would somehow like appear I know this sounds so crazy, but I mean this, and this happened multiple times. I kind of think that it happened recently, but I wasn't absolutely sure because I didn't get a good look at the person, but I was pretty sure that it did. So it was like, if I thought of him hard enough, he would somehow appear. So some, in some of the, some of those times, um, it was like in person and, you know, we like saw each other and spoke to each other, but some of the times it was just in passing. It was like I saw him drive by or I saw... It's it's really, really crazy, okay? And I did not seek these out. That's the other thing is I didn't, like, go seek out this these times or these experiences. I mean, maybe, I mean, just, like, being in the same city as someone, like, maybe that's... But I don't go... I don't go to many places, so... It's unlikely that I will run into someone that I know, kind of. Or, like, it's just it's just not very frequent. But anyway. Oh, my God. Did you hear that burp? I'm so sorry. I didn't do it, like, out, outwardly. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, here's... So, another thing uh, when you feel really deep feelings for someone is... I feel like when you feel super deep feelings for someone, everything that you do for them is, like, truly, like, you do this thing and you have no, no, like, in expectations that you, like, want to receive anything in return. Did I explain that well enough? So, so any and everything that you kind of do for this person, like any like good thing that you do for them, you, you do it because you want to. And they're just, I, how, yeah, I guess I, that, that's the explanation. There's just something in you that wants to do these things for the person and whether or not they do the things back is like you don't care as far as um i guess expressing um like affection and my love language that is physical touch i found it to be very easy with the second person um like instantly which is also something that does not happen for me with people. Well, actually, you know what? Since then, I feel a lot more confident expressing, um, 
well, maybe that's just like since I've gotten confidence in myself. But as far as relationships go, um, or or romantic interests, whatever, um, it it felt very. It, it just came really quickly to me that I felt very comfortable um, expressing my affection to him and not being worried about rejection because that's usually something for all of us you know like starting out in a relationship or trying to find love or whatever is rejection is usually the the thing that holds you back the most and with this person it it really was not a factor for me because there was just something in my mind that for whatever reason I just felt like he was going to be around. I don't know, like, what that reason is. I don't know if that's magic or if that's soul ties. I don't know, but I just got the feeling that this person was going to be in my life for a while. I, yeah, it's, so maybe it's, like, back to soul, soul ties, um, which I briefly talked about way earlier in this podcast. Um, I, I kind of felt like this person, um, was my, what people call, um, like your twin flame. We had a lot of similarities in personality and, um, the same zodiac sign. It was like we had, like, the same personality, but just in a different way, if that makes any sense. So maybe that's what made it a lot easier for us to understand each other. And um, just like, just the feeling of like familiarity. So even, so physical touch being um, my top love language, especially as of recently, like physical touch with that person just felt important. I'm trying to kind of, like, muck through it for myself. Yeah, I think it just felt, it felt important. Like, every touch just mattered more, if that makes any sense. Like, you kind of, you long for the person's touch, like, even in the slightest or smallest way. And, And when you get it, it just feels, like, ten times more important than someone else's touch. But, okay, I do want to talk about soul ties because I like this topic a lot, a lot. Okay, so we'll talk about it in the form of, um, like, relationships or a romantic soul tie, but I also feel like soul ties can be platonic, um, like your family or friends or strangers or whatever. But right now, let's talk about, like, romantic soul ties, okay? So, I don't know if I've expressed before on my podcast, but I know that I've talked about it in um, maybe a video or two, that I have this belief or feeling or whatever that I've been dating the same soul, like, kind of my whole life. And yes, this sounds really, really crazy, okay? So, we're getting into, like what do you call it, um, 
I guess like the spiritual, you know, whatever. Okay. But this isn't something that I studied. This, I, this is not, so I've never studied this. Okay. This is just a feeling that I've got and, and something that I've recognized over the years. So there's this like, there's this like being, oh my God, this sounds so crazy. Okay. But please believe me. I, I don't lie about things. I don't like to lie. I don't like the way that it feels. And I feel like when you lie, you're just giving people even more of an excuse not to know you. And I like to be known by people. Like, that is such a compliment to me when someone, like, knows me and wants to know me and gets to know me. I, like, really, really love that, love getting that from someone. Like, that's, like, the ultimate compliment to me as someone who knows me, wants to know me, gets to know me, whatever. Okay, so back to this, this like be okay so i don't know what to call it i don't know if you should call it um like a being or a person or a personality i really don't know there's just there's someone or something some feeling what the heck okay i know that i've said that these relationships are hard to describe but what I am trying to describe to you now is even harder to describe, okay? Because there really, there aren't words for things like this. Like, I've never found words for a thing. Okay, let's call it a soul, okay? So, there's, there's a soul that I feel like I've seen in each person that I've dated. Even the person that I did not have the best relationship with, okay? Sometimes, okay, so sometimes this soul is more present and sometimes it's not, okay? And then there are some people who the soul seemed to be, like, ever-present, just, like, more, like, like, I saw them all the time and then some people it wasn't, okay? So, with these two people that we're talking about, of course, this soul seemed to be very, very present, and, like, maybe that's the thing that that feels familiar um, with the second person that we're talking about. But, so, how to describe it is, like, sometimes when I'm, like, with someone, most especially these two people, I just, like, like look at them and see um, like, something more than, like, just, like, this person or, like, just, like, this body. It's, and it just, again, it feels, it feels like home. It feels like, it feels like connectedness. I don't know. It's just, like, someone that I recognize. And this is, like, so hard to explain because, um, I, like, sometimes I just look up at them and I'm like, well, like, I've seen you, like, all this time. How do I even, oh my god, this is, like, a really hard thing to explain. And I'm not even kidding right now. I'm a little bit on the verge of tears because when I talk about, um, when I talk about, like, really, like, things that really make me feel super deeply, I always get, like, tears, okay? So, if you're ever, if you ever meet me in person... And I look teary-eyed about something. It's probably just because I'm really passionate about it. But 
Okay, I'm gonna bounce back and forth between like this soul and this the second person. Whenever whenever I saw him, this the second person, it was like it was like my body or like there's just like a feeling that was like ah there you are it's it's like when you're like looking for something but like on a spiritual level how hmm this is really crazy i i wish i had better words to describe this it's it was it's like a it's like when you get home and you're your body is just like relaxed like you're at ease it's like oh like i'm home that was kind of the feeling that i got with this person um and okay so going back to um like soul ties and like so like soul recognition so this soul that i feel like has been following me my whole life um I wish I could even, like, explain this per- Okay, so something that I kind of feel about this soul is that I, I don't know that I see this soul, like, when someone is- So I kind of only see the soul when I'm in good connection with someone. So I pretty much have- the idea that the soul isn't present in someone that is like making me feel bad if that makes any sense I don't, like that sounds like it would be something that I'd be making up because it'd be like okay but why would it just like all of a sudden leave the person or whatever I, I don't know okay this is like really an unknown thing for me and it's really hard to describe because I don't know that I've ever heard anyone else describe the same thing it's just something that every time I start dating someone there's just this moment where I look at them and I see this same soul that I feel like I've been seeing like for kind of like my whole life and then I'm like hey like I see you like in this new person I it's it's such a weird thing I also had a dream um that I met my soulmate which was pretty crazy and after I had that dream um the the type of person I guess that I've been interested in like changed to like somewhat so like the person, which I'm not going to say, like, okay, like, the physical features or whatever of the person in the dream, but it, it's kind of broad, like, so it's not just, like, a specific, like, you know, like, ethnicity or anything, like, it is kind of broad, it does leave room for kind of, like, a few, but I've been much more interested in people that match this, like, naturally, I've been more drawn to those kinds of people not that I'm indulging in it because remember I am still staving off of um romance and stuff like that and just focusing on myself so even though I made this whole podcast about love and connection and soul ties and stuff I'm still doing 
um, my, my, I'm still taking my break and just working on myself right now. So, anyway, back to, back to reality, back to relationships, um, something, something to look for, I would say, is, so this is, like, bouncing all over the place, like, yet again. So, if you want to know, um, kind of, like, where someone stands on, like, whether or not they're going to hurt you in a really bad way, like, kind of more so intentionally, is you should, you should somewhat judge them on how they treat the people that they don't like or the people that they, that maybe, like, did something bad to them. So, how they treat them, if you've ever, like, been with the person with someone that they didn't like or something, and, like, what they say about them, how they, how they tell you they feel about them, because I kind of feel like that will let you know how they will treat you if you guys are ever in an argument or, um, should you ever break up or, like, you know, like, maybe not be on the best terms. I feel like that in some ways shows you who they are, like, when they're not, um, kind of when they're not happy. If that, does that, you know, because obviously, you know, people aren't going to be happy all the time. So, if you're, when you're in a relationship, you guys are both going to have lots of things going on in your lives. So, it's unlikely that you're going to be happy most of the time or even like, you know, some adjacent to happy or content, whatever. There are going to be times where you guys are unhappy, you know, and it might not be because of each other, but even if it is, um, you want to know how that person is going to treat you when, kind of when they're at their worst. I would say that that's a really important thing that I've kind of just more recently been thinking about, so I haven't really been able to, um, to use this in a relationship, or at least not yet, but I, it is something that I would look out for in a future relationship. Because I've been even changing for myself to do better about um, people that I don't like or someone that maybe did something bad to me or something bad to someone that I care about and really trying to see them as a person and not just like this object that is um, in the way or hurting, you know, myself or someone that like I I try to think of them not just as this, like, object that I have anger towards. Yeah, that's the best I got for that. (laughs) Also, um, something else that has kind of more recently come into, um, my standards or morale, whatever, is 
I, I've just been seeing lots of reasons not to rush into um, a relationship or to feel rushed to find um, uh, like a partner. So whether or not you want to get married, I feel like this is usually more so something for someone um, who wants to get married and well or have kids and and whether or not you want to do both of those things um if if you're rushing so this is for a girl or a guy if you're rushing because you want to have kids um and obviously for a girl that's like before a certain time you also have to think about the fact that if you rush that and then you have kids with someone that ends up not being the right person, that now that person is stuck in your life forever and they also, um, if they aren't really a good person, like now they have some kind of control over like your child's life. And so this is for a guy or a girl because, you know, like a girl can choose a guy that's not the right guy and have kids with them and like the same for a guy he can choose a woman and you know have kids with her and feel like she wasn't the right fit and feel like um you know he didn't want that person to be the mother of his kids or whatever anyway so pretty much if you're rushing like to have kids or to like be married it's it's more it's going to give you more stress and negativity in your life um, than if you were to just wait and see if that came, you know, at the right time. Like, if, if the right person came at the right time for you to be able to have kids. Because wouldn't you rather not conceive um, children, like, biologically or whatever... And, and meet the right person and then whether or not you adopt or do what is it called like in vitro um so like say you uh what do you call that sorry I'm lacking the terms because this is not like this is like totally off topic from what we're talking about well not totally but um like if you freeze your eggs or your sperm or an embryo whatever well I guess you wouldn't do an embryo but anyway Personally, I would rather it be the right person, um, whatever time that is. And I feel like if, if I do decide that I want to have my own kids or to like, to biologically have kids, that that time will, you know, happen for me. And then if it doesn't, and I do meet someone and it's too late for me to biologically have kids, then I, then adopting kids, you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense to other people or if, like, other people would, um, be on board with that, but I would rather not have kids with the wrong person just to have kids because I've seen, um, what that can be when you and that person don't agree on parenting styles um, or if that person is just, like, maybe they're not right, not the right person. So, I guess that's my advice on that, okay? I, I don't know. I'm really young, and 
I don't have any kids and I don't have a husband. So I don't actually have the experience with this. That's just what I've been thinking. And so I thought that I'd share it in case you've been thinking the same thing. But I guess I kind of cut the the soul ties story um, a little short. And well, okay, I kind of did finish the, the second love story. So as far as the soul ties thing, um, so okay, beyond that one soul that I talked about, that being that's just like been kind of following me, I feel like I've been dating him my whole life and different people. Um, so like there's that and so think of that as like the highest one that we're talking about here, okay? So there's also just like, like each person's like soul, I guess, like I kind of want to consider this like into like your, your bot, like maybe this is more about personality and like kind of in relation to soul. Um, so I've, I've had the experience that um, there have been times where there's a person that I know very well that I don't recognize their soul and how, so I always say that, <laughs> I always say it like that. Like, so here's what I've experienced. So there will be someone who I know like decently well, okay? Like I've known this person for months or years or whatever it is. So I know what it feels like when I'm with them. Like I know what their personality feels like or what their soul feels like. Whatever that intangible thing is um, that allows you to recognize a person. And I've had experiences where I didn't recognize that when I was with someone. And I don't really know what that means. I don't know if if like they were in a weird place or if they it's it's just odd because it it makes me feel odd because it's like I'm hanging out with this person that I know but for whatever reason I feel like I don't know them and I don't know what the reason is that I feel that lack but in some cases, I've noticed that um, I get that feeling if someone is somewhat intoxicated and, like, with what, I don't know. Like, definitely, um, like, with alcohol, I've noticed that before, but I don't know if it's the same with, like, other drugs because, like, I don't, I don't know anything about drugs, so, I like, I don't know if someone's ever, like, taken something. Who knows? Whatever. But definitely... Um, there have been times where, um, like, it was just, I just didn't recognize someone. And I don't know if I said in my, oh, I think I did say in that podcast that I don't drink or do drugs or any of that. So I'm kind of like, I guess I'm like on a, a a personal or spiritual cleanse, if that's what you want to call it. I, I, it's not... I'm just calling it that for, I don't know, for the sake of, like, naming it, but it's, it's just something that uh, I've never really felt that drawn to, um, I guess, like, being intoxicated in any way. I just really like my mind, and I like to have it be exactly what it is, but also noticing that 
sometimes I don't recognize someone because they've had alcohol or something else in their system that makes me feel even deeper about it. But I won't get into that because we are in an hour and 30 minutes so far. I don't know if we're going to cut some of this, so I don't know if it's actually going to be an hour and 30 minutes for you, but it's a really long time. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up at this point. I don't know if we came to any conclusions here. This was more just kind of like a story time, I guess, which I hate when people have story times, but I'm sorry that I did that to you. You don't have to listen if you don't want to. If you ever get bored of my, if I have a story time and you're bored of it, don't listen to it, okay? But I just kept thinking about this and wanting to share it, so I decided to share it. And hopefully that gives you maybe some insight for yourself. I don't know if other people have had similar experiences like this. Um, Because being young, it's kind of hard to get these kinds of conversations going with other people. Especially if you, um, you know, like it's kind of unlikely to experience super serious relationships at a young age. And also, I kind of feel like, um, as far as, like, well, no, there are definitely, like, older people who have these kind of experiences and share them, but as far as I know, I haven't really had a lot of people share these types of experiences, and especially in depth like this, so I shared it kind of thinking, like, well, my younger self would have loved to hear someone else's stories, and like, true feelings and details on these kinds of things. You know what's kind of funny? You're listening to me, my, okay, so my present self is talking to your future self, but your future self is listening, or your present self is listening to my past self. Isn't that kind of cool? Like, I don't know, the internet's pretty wild and, like, devices that record and whatnot. Because it's, like, it's like a time machine in some way. And we're not going to get into that, okay? We can get into, like, all different types of topics. I need to have a podcast movie where I just talk about random things that come to my mind, like hair having memories and stuff like that. But we can do that another time. So, as I normally close this all awkwardly and whatnot. Eventually, I'll close it in a non-awkward way, but for now. Oh, I did want to say, if you want to um, discuss this, I don't really know if anyone likes to, like, discuss things or not, but I don't have Twitter and I don't really want to get Twitter, but if you message me on Instagram, um, and my Instagram is jexjisa right now, J-E-X space J-I-S-A, I can maybe do, like, a poll on my story, like, during a different time and, like, have, have someone, have you guys send in questions if, or, or even just, like, comments on a topic and then we can maybe, like, kind of have a conversation, like, over, um, my story. Or even if you just wanted to, like, you know, maybe just, like, send me a message and just have a personal conversation, but yeah, if, uh, whatever. I, I'll try to check my Instagram. So, if anyone ever wants to communicate about any of the things that we talk about or have me talk about something, 
go to my Instagram. That's going to be where we, that's going to be where we meet up, okay? But thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. As always, I will see you next time. I'm sorry this one took so long, but bye. Love you.